Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. It's Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio. Very excited about today's show because we are going to be talking with Bill Gessert who is the president of the International Customer Service Association. And you can only imagine that is an association that is near and dear to my heart. I love the concept of customer service. I've been doing customer service not just since the beginning of my business in 1983. However, uh, I have been practicing customer service since I was 12 years old and my very first business, a birthday party magic show business. And if you... Uh, have been following my work, listening to my video or, or show and watching videos that I have on YouTube. You may have seen uh, the story pop up every once in a while. But I was practicing customer service before it was even called customer service. And then right around 1984, 85, I learned about uh, International Customer Service Week from one of my clients. And I'm going to ask Bill when he comes on uh, when it started, why it started, and uh, I know it's it was internet. It still is International Customer Service Association, but why they call it National Customer Service Week instead of International Customer Service Week. Uh, but we're going to talk about the ways to celebrate. And so what I thought I'd do in the short time we have before Bill comes on is share with you a few ideas on on uh, what I have shared over the years for Customer Service Week. By the way. Uh, this, if you're listening to this and you haven't gone to my blog site, which is basically this, customerservicearticles.com, www.customerservicearticles.com. There's a little search box in there, and just type in the words Customer Service Week, and a number of articles will pop up. Every, every year, I write what to do on Customer Service Week. Also, if you go to my YouTube channel... Very easy to get to, sheptv.com. Of course, if you want to make it hard, go to go to just uh, youtube.com and then in the search bar, put in Shep Hyken and it'll find a bunch of my videos, but then click on the Shep Hyken channel. But when you come to uh, the main page where it has all of my videos, and there's over 500 videos there, I believe, at this point, a number of them are focused on Customer Service Week because every year at Customer Service Week, I do a short tip one a day that you and your company can share with your fellow employees, uh, send to your customers, send to people as a way to celebrate Customer Service Week. But I, I, I think the important thing is to take the week and recognize it is a celebration. It's a celebration of the great people that work in your organization doing a great job to take care of the customer, and it's a celebration uh, as a way to say thank you to your customers. And maybe this is a week, and by the way, it's a week out of a year where you just may emphasize the importance of saying thank you and showing appreciation. You can uh, send thank you notes to customers, and I advocate uh, having everybody take a moment, hand hand a, a card to every customer with a customer's name and address on the envelope and ask the individual employee who may or may never have met that customer, may have never talked to the customer, may not even know that that is one of our customers. But take a moment and just say to them, have them write a note and say, I just want to appreciate 
you for your business. We've never met. I'm so-and-so in the accounting department, or I'm so-and-so in the warehouse. And I just want you to know it's because of people like you that make this job and this company possible and able to do the things we do. Thank you so much. Show appreciation. And you know what else? Maybe on the next day, ask everybody to write a nice, kind note to somebody internally and assign them somebody so uh, everybody has a chance to receive a note. And wouldn't it be cool if everybody received just this note of appreciation? People love to feel appreciated. Customers love to feel appreciated. Whether they expect it or not, they do enjoy it. And whether they know it or not, deep down, they want it. I mean, I think that's probably one of Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs is, you know, uh, the fact that you feel, you know, some self-fulfillment and you feel good about the work that you do and you know that others appreciate you for that. So a number of companies over the years have have done a number of things, celebration, they do special trainings, they bring in speakers like myself, perhaps they just show videos, or maybe they just uh, have a celebration where they bring their customers in for a day or an evening just to say thank you, have a reception of some kind, but let's have some fun with it. Let's make it a celebration. All right, so, oh, I don't want to forget this. One of my favorite, favorite ideas is at the beginning of the week, hand everybody an index card and ask them to simply write down a time that they delivered a great customer service experience to either uh, an outside customer or an internal customer and ask them to turn that in 24 hours later. That's on a Tuesday. And have these great stories compiled and take some of them and share them. But on Friday, by that time, you will have time to put them together in some type of a little booklet and share that with everybody. It could be an online piece. If you really want to go crazy, uh, lay it out beautifully and make it a nice PDF file uh, and actually have them printed. You can actually, if you want to go really crazy, upload this PDF to uh Amazon, create space, and create a little book about your company and about the great service that these people are delivering either to the customer or internally to their internal customers. Just an idea. And if you want to elaborate more on that, I'd be happy to share with you what some of our clients have done in the past. Just uh, give me a call or shoot me an email or just go to the website, www.hyken.com. Leave a message there, and I promise you that I will get back to you. Uh, so you can also tweet at me, at Hyken. All right, time to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk with Bill Gessert, who is the president of the International Customer Service Association. Although you knew that because I already told you, and he's probably going to tell you again when we come back. Don't go away. Chef Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information all you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form, and each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and I promised you a great interview today. And I'm excited about our guest, Bill Gessert, who is actually a speaker, writer, and all-around good guy. And by the way, that's what he wrote in the bio 
that he sent me. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm assuming it was your wife Lisa that actually uh, wrote this. I, I had her proof it, and she let that slip. So okay. <laughs> God bless her for that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Bill and I met uh, a number of years ago because he is uh, the volunteer president of the International Customer Service Association. I mentioned this earlier in the show today, and. This is a great organization. We'll talk more about it in a minute. But he's been working in the world of customer service and customer experience for basically his entire career. And when I first met him, his real job was with a small company that I am very fond of. I say small facetiously. It's Merits. Merits is based here in St. Louis, but they have a worldwide presence. But presently, Bill, you are working for another great organization who I've worked for. Fernley and Fernley. So before we get into talking about the ICSA, the International Customer Service Association, give us a quick little background on Fernley and Fernley because you work with some great organizations there. Oh, yeah, we really do. And thanks, Shep. I, I actually appreciate the opportunity to do that. Um, a lot of people, when they hear the name Fernley and Fernley, uh, will ask me, well, is that an accounting firm? Is it a, is it a legal firm? Actually, Fernley and Fernley, uh, it, it turns out, is the, founding, the founders of what's called the Association Management Company Industry. So as an organization, what we do is provide professional management services for nonprofit trade associations and professional societies. And we have the privilege of, of working right now with uh, 18 uh, associations, and it's, it's awesome work because these are volunteers who pour their lives into uh, a group, an association that is designed to help improve their industry or their profession. Uh, and, and it's, it's great work. And I'm, I've, I've been blessed to be there. Uh, I do business development for them. So the best part of my job is being able to talk to other volunteer leaders from other organizations. It's, it's great. I love it. Right, and and that perfectly positions you for the job that you have with the ICSA. By the way, I love working over the years with a number of the Fernley and Fernley associations that they manage. So if anybody out there has ever been to a convention, I can't imagine that many people haven't, uh, at an association that they or their company are a member of, there's one of two things. Either the association has its own board of directors, and ex- right. they all have a board of directors, but they have their own employees that are managing the association, or they go to a firm like Fernley and Fernley, and their professional exactly. staff manages it. So um, anyway, Bill, you are the president of ICSA, and I remember the first time being exposed to ICSA back around 1984-85. I heard about this thing called... Uh, National Customer Service Week, and right. one of my clients, uh, they're no, they're actually around AT and T, small company, but <laughs> it was a subsidiary of theirs, which was Southwestern Bell, which was yeah. the largest, I believe, of the Bell. So uh, the president of Southwestern Bell became the president CEO of AT and T eventually, but. Uh, they had a cool program where I came in and actually over a period of about a year and a half did 30 presentations to high-level executives. Mm-hmm. And one day they said, we got to do something for customer service week. I go, what is that? I mean, I should know about this. After all, I do customer service. I still have. They actually gave everybody a paperweight that uh, commemorated National Customer Service Week. I still have that paperweight. That's right. Yeah. So that was back in 1984. Right. Now, were you around? You're 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 not that old, but no, were you? Seriously, were I'm, you around <laughs> with ICSA way back when? 
I was not around at that period of time. Um, however, I am old enough to have been around that period of time. Um, no, I, I actually started with the ICSA roughly t- in the year 2000. But you hit the nail on the head with your 1984 date uh, because that was the year that the International Customer Service Association established National Customer Service Week. And um, and it's been, you know, growing and, and going strong ever since then. I think it's also interesting that when the folks from AT&T approached you about it, you didn't know anything about it. We still have a, a good share of businesses and industries and organizations out there, Shep, as you well know, that don't know about National Customer Service Week. So I appreciate the opportunity to come on today and talk a little bit about that. Right. You know, that's history, what, what it's that, about, etc. That's, yeah? that's the goal of this show is to talk about it. And, and I think any and every company has customers. So therefore, any and every company should take a look at this. Now, a couple of quick questions. Why is it International Customer Service Association and it's National Customer Service Week? Why not International Customer Service Week? You know, I'd have to go back to 1984 and find the, the original volunteer leaders who established it back then, because I'm not exactly sure why that came about. Now, a bit more history might shed some light on that. Once the ICSA had established National Customer Service Week and began celebrating it on an annual basis, <clears throat> excuse me, always the first week, a first full week of every October, they started working with members of Congress to try to get some national recognition behind this. And all of that came to fruition in 1992 when George H. Bush, uh, as president, signed a presidential proclamation making National Customer Service Week an annual event during the first week of every October. And since he's the president of the United States, my assumption is that's why it is called National Customer Service Week as opposed to international. But to your point, I know very well that there are a lot of companies in the U.K., uh, in in Asia, uh, and really all over the world that celebrate Customer Service Week. Right, and, and, and I, I, I can't get to my paperweight without leaving the microphone, but uh, I have a feeling it says International Customer Service Week on it from, from way back when. Interesting, okay. Yeah, okay. so that makes sense. Yeah, hey, when President George Bush says, let's make it happen, if it's U.S., we'll live with that. I think that's good credibility, <laughs> really good credit. <laughs> it is. I, and I wanted to share something mm-hmm. uh, from the proclamation itself, just one brief sentence, because I think it's powerful and it sort of explains – at least at, from a business perspective, why this is such an important event. Uh, there's a portion of the proclamation that says, and I quote, a business will do a better job providing high-quality goods and services by listening to its employees and by empowering them with opportunities to make a difference, and unquote. And that that's what National Customer Service Week is all about, is recognizing those employees and beyond that week, empowering them every day to make a difference in the lives of the customers that they're touching on behalf of your organization. So this is a twist. For years, I've been saying National Customer Service Week is a week to really focus on really great customer service, what you can do to be better for the customer. But you're saying, as it says in the proclamation, uh, that it's really a focus on thanking our employees for doing a great job that they do for the customers or continuing to do it or getting better at it and empowering them to do so. That's right. That's right. If 
Organizations that get it, Chet, and you know what I mean by that. Organizations that get the concept of creating consistently strong customer experiences understand that the route to that is to do that for their employees first. I know you're familiar. There's a lot of people in our industry that have read this book, and I think it just recently came out in a second edition. Uh, the Customer Comes Second by Hal Rosenbluth. Right. Love that book. The concept is, yeah, it's a great book. And the concept is simple, that it's the employees that come first. Um, a concept that, that giants like Tony Shea from uh, Zappos completely understand. And so in, in his uh, quest to build an organization that created exceptional customer experiences, he, where did he focus? He focused on the employees and the culture of the organization because he knew if he got that right, the rest of it would take care of itself. So companies that get it use National Customer Service Week as sort of the, the, the place where they, they put the flag in the ground and say, this is the week we're going to really uh, kind of party and recognize the incredible value that our people bring to the customer's experiences. However, it's just that week. During the rest of the year, 51 other weeks, we're going to do everything we can to create a culture and an environment that empowers our employees to, to do right by the customer. We, you know, those companies give their employees leeway to make decisions on behalf of the customers. And really, you go in, and I know, Chef, I know you've had the experience of going into companies like this, where you talk to a, a customer facing, uh, employee, and ask them what their job is. And whatever they'll share with you doesn't have to do with defending or, or, or sort of representing the company. They actually see themselves as advocates for the customer on behalf of the company. Those are the companies that get it right. And National Customer Service Week is the week we set aside to, to really emphasize all of that. You know, Bill, you should write a book about this. <laughs> no, no, but what you're saying here is that what's happening on the inside of a company is being felt on the outside, and our listeners have heard me preach this. I, I, I think I get to say it almost every single time we, we do a show yeah. and have a guest because this yeah. always comes up. The culture's so important. And, you know, Herb Kelleher uh, had what he called his conundrum. Do you remember what that was? Oh, remind me. I'm going to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was a pop <laughs> quiz. Sorry about that. No, uh, Herb, That's all right. Herb it, was, it's was not in my notes, Jeff. I know, but he was posed the question: You know, what's more important? Uh, who do we want to focus on? The stakeholders, you know, the people that invest money in our airline, right. uh, the passenger, the people that pay the money to fly on our airline, or uh, our employees. And without batting an eye, he basically said, you know, at first he, it was a conundrum, but he said. Uh, of course, it's the employees, and they looked at him exactly. strangely. They people would have thought, well, it's probably the stakeholders. They want a return on their investment. He says, no. If you take care of the employees, what do they do? They take care of the passenger or the customer in a general business, go. or a guest, or a member, or whatever you want to call them. Patient. There's all kinds of words to describe great customers. Yep. Uh, but if you take care of that passenger, and you're an employee of Southwest Airlines, the passenger will be happy. And what do they do when they're happy? Exactly. They come back. They fly again. They come back. They spend more money. Yep. And guess who's happy after that? The shareholders. So <laughs> exactly. So there you go. It's it's a good. It's a vicious cycle and a real good one, isn't it? 
Um, let's let's go back to a recent experience. Uh, I think it's been a few weeks ago now when Delta Airlines had that system-wide shutdown. Oh, yeah. Um, I and was, Southwest yeah. just a couple of weeks before that, speaking of Southwest. Yep. So I was contacted by Georgia Public Radio uh, the day after that happened, and they wanted to ask me questions about, well, what kind of experiences are the customer service reps for Delta going through right now? And how do they handle it? And how does a company prepare for that? And all I could say was, look, if Delta Airlines has been investing positively into their customer service reps, then they have nothing to worry about because this is the time those reps will shine because they believe in their company. They feel good about their company. And and mistakes are going to happen no matter what. It's not so much, and I know you preach this, Shep, it's not so much the mistake it's your ability to recover from it. So how do you handle that mistake? What do you do for the customer or the airline passenger that's been let down because of something? How do you handle that? Right, that's, so uh, that's the issue. And, and more, yeah. I think the word, the word I like to use is confidence because we don't just want to fix a problem. We want to restore the confidence. Exactly, exactly. And make them feel good about their original decision to fly with you in the first place or to buy from you in the first place. So absolutely, and and I said uh, in that interview that if Delta's been taking care of those people all along, they won't have an issue. And in fact, they can utilize this to their advantage to build long-term loyal customers by handling it the right way and by doing something to make up for it. And lo and behold, the next day, I read in the paper that they're giving out travel vouchers to any passenger that was affected by that delay. That's the right way to do it. Right, right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about specific ways that companies can celebrate Customer Service Week. Looking forward to hearing from you, Bill, on some of those ideas. I have a few of my own. So everybody, stay tuned. Don't go away. This is Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. Chef Hyken here. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, and we are talking with Bill Gessert, who is the president of the International Customer Service Association. And as promised, we're going to talk about different ideas and uh, different, you know, what, what can you do on Customer Service Week? How, how can we celebrate? What can we do to make impact in our own organizations and maybe for our customers? Absolutely. So let's let's start by making sure everybody recognizes the date this year, because I'm not even sure if we mentioned that yet. October 3rd through October 7th uh, this year is National Customer Service Week. Always the so, first full um, week. First full week, right. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a website set up, which is nationalcustomerserviceweek.org. All, all strung together, nationalcustomerserviceweek.org. And, and one of the pages on that site identifies sort of five themes, one for each of the days. So I want to go through that real quickly, okay? I don't, we don't need to spend a lot of time on it. And this is, these are just suggestions. Companies can do whatever they want. 
Monday should be kickoff day, and that's where you make sure everyone in the organization knows that it's National Customer Service Week. Uh, do a total company email. Do you, do you have a sign outside somewhere? Put, you know, National Customer Service Week being celebrated here today. You know what Anything I think? Anything you can do. They should yeah. hire a professional speaker to come in and speak. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple of openings that week, but not if, many. If only I knew of someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. So just uh, kick it off. What are you going to do to kick it off? Yeah. You know, a message from the leadership about how important yeah. the people are in delivering the customer service experience and how much they're appreciated. Exactly. And, in fact, if you've got some uh, data to support uh, how business has grown as a result of the, the, the way that you're creating customer experiences, share that data that day uh, because that that's powerful and make sure everybody in the organization is aware of it. That leads to Tuesday, which we call trading places. This is a huge day in my opinion. This is when we encourage the executives, the C-suite people, to take their turn at customer service. Let's have them actually serve as customer service reps for at least an hour that day. Now, you get some pushback, like, I don't even know how to operate that system. But no problem. We'll sit you side by side with one of your professional customer service reps. They'll run the system. You do the talking. It's an outstanding way to show customer service reps that the executives truly care and truly understand what it's like to walk a mile in, in their seat, so to speak, and take Paul. Yeah, it's it's powerful. It really is. Um, who doesn't like to eat, Chef? Come on. So Wednesday, make it meal time. Treat your customer service personnel to a, a great lunch served by the managers, the directors, the VPs, and top management. All right. So switch the tables now. The those who serve become served by the executives of the organization. While you're serving up the chow, you make sure to thank them uh, for all of the the great work that they do. That's also a good day, by the way, to recognize some of your customers. So since this is National Customer Service Week, what relationships have been built over the years and sustained by your customer-facing personnel that you want to recognize or identify so that everybody knows the impact that those reps have? Um, Thursday, dress-up day. Most customer service operations are, are casual or business casual. Make it a, a dress-up day, and and everybody, you know, dress to the nines. I don't know if anybody remembers that expression. That yeah, shows the millennials you how old are going nine. Nine is that a yeah. German word for no, or is that a number? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's just say dress up. Now, if your environment already is a a business dress code environment, then have a dress down day. Do something creative and have have some fun with it. Maybe maybe team colors or something along those lines. And it's then camaraderie and motivation. It's, it's, that's what yeah, that exactly, is. That's exactly all it is. What it's unity it is. Yeah. and everybody doing something together that's a little different than what you normally do. Exactly. A good day to have some uh, put some games together, scavenger hunt or, or something along those lines as well. And then the final day we like to reserve for awards and recognition. And this is, this is a special day. Award those champions. Uh, recognize everybody. But then award the champions. Are there people who who really have gone above and beyond the call of duty uh, in performing uh, the service to your customers and creating exceptional customer experiences? This is a special day. This is when folks should get rewarded. By the way, that same portal, nationalcustomerserviceweek.org, you can go on there and you can submit pictures and a brief paragraph of anyone you want 
to have recognized from your organization, that's going to get them national recognition beyond the borders of, of the walls of your organization. So we're, we're building out tools that help people celebrate it and help people recognize the folks that provide excellent service. But again, those are just our ideas. We encourage organizations to be creative and use that week to really celebrate those service providers. I love it. And, you know, th- th- those are just five great ideas, but there's so many more. Um, in all the years that I have been working with clients, and typically October is almost always my busiest month, one of the reasons is that particular week is one of the crazy busy weeks. I know one year my record was I did nine presentations in five days, wow. nine different wow. cities. Um, and I mean, I was, I was like praying for good weather, but I had already had my backup plans. We've got a private jet in case I need it. I'll have to just pay for it myself if necessary, but no, it would be, you know, a morning program in Chicago and then not a big deal to jump over to Minneapolis to do the late afternoon program, which, you know, still had two or three I did. And I mean, it's amazing. Uh, companies do embrace this and we just, I think it's a great opportunity. Um, many other things that you can do. For example, I know that what we're doing at ICSA, and I know I'm a part of this, mm-hmm. and I'm honored, by the way, to be, uh, I, I like to refer to myself as the poster child for ICSA. Uh, number <laughs> one, we because, love having you. Uh, I like having being on a poster. Number two, I am like a child. Okay. <laughs> at least my, my wife tells me, quit acting like a child. So uh, part of it's true. But no, uh, we've, we've, uh, we're starting to add blogs uh, once a Correct. week. And I, when are they going to start, Bill? They actually started uh, this Tuesday was the first blog, and, and that was from yours truly. And the, the blog title was, What is this Customer Service Week Really All About? Uh, and they're going to run once a week through August and then twice a week through September. And those, those are posted at the ICSA website, which is icsatoday.org. Okay. Um, so that's one thing we're doing. And then I know we're going to be doing some videos, right, Chip? Right, we are. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to help with that. You're, we're going to have some videos up there. And, by the way, that's something that I've done every single year is personally I write articles about Customer Service Week, but I also will be posting one video each day. And, uh, nice. you know, there will be – so there's there's an abundance of content out there. And I'm like my videos are always short, three or four minutes long, but – you know, they're, they're short tips, and I'm sure yours that you have on the site will be as well. should watch them both. And by the way, again, exactly. I want to make sure everybody knows this. And if you haven't already done it, Bill, I think there should definitely be a link at nationalcustomerserviceweek.org back to icsatoday.org. Yes. Uh, so ICSA Today, ICSA, International Customer Service Association, today.org. You'll see the blogs. You'll see videos posted. And if you want more videos, I'll give myself a plug because I can, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ShepTV.com. ShepTV.com. And I'll vouch for them. They are outstanding. Or oh, should I say they're yes. amazing? They're amazing. Yeah, that's my word. I love <laughs> they're that. They're amazing. I love that. <laughs> so it's hard to believe time is flying by here. Any last parting thoughts about what we can do to really just make this, you know, uh, the most special week of all? But I always say customer service week shouldn't be a week. It should be, and you already alluded to it, should be a year. You know, this is just a moment. And, again, I want to emphasize it's a moment to not just celebrate customers, but as important, if not even more so, and the best leaders know this, it starts on the inside. We're celebrating the employees doing a great job of 
focusing their work so that the customer has a better experience. And when the customer has a better experience, we talked about uh, Herb Kelliger, his thought, when the customer has that better experience, what happens? Right. They come back. And when they come back, everybody's happy. <laughs> so exactly. any, any last thoughts from you? I just encourage everyone to get it on their cal- <clears throat> on their calendar, October 3rd through the 7th, National Customer Service Week. Go to uh, nationalcustomerserviceweek.org for ideas. Um, go to icsatoday.org to read the posts that we're putting up there. And go to Chef's site as well because he's going to be doing a lot of things too. Use your social media, gang. You're, you, you, you connect with your customers that way. Let your customers know that you're celebrating the employees that serve them on social media that week. Uh, I, I would love to see organizations do that. So there's, there's just the sky's the limit. Get as creative as you can in celebrating the employees that serve your customers because they are the most important people in your organization. Wow. Wow. Bill, well, that's perfect. And thank you so much for sharing your insights. President of ICSA, the International Customer Service Association, Bill Gessert. This is why we call this Amazing Business Radio. Bill, you've been a great, great guest. Thanks so much for being here. My pleasure, Chef. I appreciate the opportunity and and look forward to our continued relationship as well. Me as well. Everybody, thanks for listening. This is Chef Hyken signing off and reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.